Uh, Moan. Yes. I don't mean to complain. I have a great job. What? I, I just barely made it here. Uh, this time it was from Penguins training camp up in Cranberry. Yeah. Uh, first day of camp up there for Mike Sullivan and the boys. Yeah. Hockey players call themselves boys, by the way. Why don't football players do that? Because it's such a manly sport, DK. <laughs> and it's it was built in America, and America's full of men. And anybody that calls you... And the Canadians or, are boys. Yeah, the Canadians are boys. So, yeah, that's what it is, DK. It's ego, my brethren. That's what it is. I love it. Yeah, you like how I played into that, too, huh, DK? Come on, boys. Here we go, boys. Skate, go, boys. boys. Let's go, boys. Boys. This is probably why, too, with hockey, you have to learn it at such a young age that it's probably the the, the entire – come on, boy. Let's go, boys. You know, if, like you can't do hockey at high school. If you're not going skating forward and backward by the time you're four years old, what? find something else to do. Seriously? Seriously. The ones oh. who are in the NHL, they were practically born on blades. That's new to me, DK. Yeah, I had no idea it was it's, that. It's, it's crazy. It really is. Oh, wow. And, and Bob Schreiner says everyone in hockey has a nickname. Yeah, they do. It's your name, and then they put a Y at the end. Uh, so yeah, it would be, I would be Moni. Moni. Yeah. Moni. Yeah, Moni. Come on, boys. <laughs> Come on, boys. Come on, Moni. They say all that with such a, a kind, you know, phrasing of it, but it's such a mean sport, DK. Oh, uh, those Canadian farm boys can bring it. Man, I'll tell you who else is me. Oh, yeah? All these people in this chat that still want Matt Canada fired even after he talked, DK. Oh, tiss, no. Where's, tiss, where's tiss. that bell? Where's Let's that do it. Bell? Are you Let's ready? Let's do that. I am. It's the All-Canada episode of the Ramon Foster Show starring <laughs> Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports here in downtown Pittsburgh. And Matt Canada did uh, address reporters today. Yeah. He put up quite the front. Big <sighs> smile on his face. Um, hmm. You know, he he. I'll give him credit for that part. He yeah. didn't go out there and show any weakness or or melt or anything like that. Yeah. Uh uh what what do you say sometimes, man? Hide those tears behind that smile is a face full of tears. Like he has all of that going on right now, DK. And specifically it's been two quotes, man, that I've seen. Uh <laughs> three three quotes that I've been seeing. He was asked today or yesterday, uh, because he spoke to the media about did he hear about the booze of Fire Canada, man, and said I've been made aware of it. I've been made aware of it. Well, that, you know what? But I, I actually believe that because yeah. he, he has the headset on. The last thing he's focusing on or can probably even hear is crowd noise. He's got all kinds of people talking. He's hearing everything. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Moan, but that line of communication, that's all coaches, right? It is all coaches. And you do have to be tuned in to what's going on. Being on the sideline with the headset, you don't hear a lot. You may hear echoes of some things, but your main primary focus is communicating down to the field, talking to the coaches and watching the game. It's been times people have screamed my name or whatever the case may be, and I'm so unaware. So I'll give him that, man. 
when it comes down to, you know, that type of stuff. And the end of that, too, he said, obviously, I was working. We had a tough play. So that it was – It was a tough play, but if he's trying to assign uh, – responsibility for all that chanting and everything else to one play, then he's really not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's been fascinating. And uh, I guess with uh, the amount of quotes that he's kind of had, but it's one in particular, I think that's really, really rubbing Steeler nation wrong DK. And I'm, I'm pulling it up right now as I found it earlier. Uh, it was um, the mojo question about the offense. He was asked today by someone in the media, DK, that pretty much asked him, or it was in reference to Coach Tomlin saying the offense got to get his mojo. Finding your mojo. That was the word. We spoke about a little bit yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And his direct quote that's all over social media and was tweeted out was this, when asked about how how does the offense get his mojo back. He said this, and it's probably the most flagrant thing, DK. It's almost like politicians. You know they're lying to you. But don't tell me you're lying or don't tell me you don't have an answer for something. And it's, these three words right here is what got him when you speak about the mojo. I don't know. Yeah. Here's the full answer. Just to Go make ahead. sure we're in, the, we're in full fair context. He said, I don't know. If you've got the answer, you can let me know or tell somebody else. Now, again, making sure that everything is at least, you know, our representation of what he said is fair is that he was – he was doing this, we're smiling through it, flippant kind of thing through the whole thing. So even that answer was in the same vein. Yeah. Okay. So it's, you know. it. it but on black and white, DK, for a person like me that wasn't at practice that didn't see him say that, I don't know anything the answer I'm looking for. He's not thinking about it, though. I, These guys, Moan, you did. I know. Look, I can throw you right back into the same things when you were on the other end of questions that I was asking you sometimes tough questions. Yeah. Okay. And you would have to, you know, if if we asked you, if you heard something that the fans were doing, yeah. What was your answer? I don't know. I guess it's the answer. (laughs) It was. That was the answer. Attention. Okay. Like Joshua Dobbs says here that Matt Canada sounded pompous. Yeah, he probably did. But the truth is, Look, I'm not defending his work here, okay? Okay, no, I'm glad you said that. nothing, nothing he could have said today other than I quit that would have gotten everybody to say, hey, man, that's really saying the right thing. I quit. That works for me. He it, quit. It, it, it does, DK. And, but it, it also lends you the um, – it also lends you, I guess, th- that pompousness, I guess, that, that, that comes with it, DK, that, look, dude, we know your back is up against the wall. Uh, you got to give me a little bit more than I don't know when it comes down to what the expectation is. Your coach, your boss, your head, you're the guy that you directly went to said, what, DK? We yeah. like him fat, happy, and sassy. That ain't fat, happy, and sassy to me if you don't understand how to get it going because if you can't take ownership of it as a coach in these situations, then are you blaming the players? Because, I mean, I don't know, could have easily said, could have easily been, well, it kind of starts with me. It's on me. I got to put us in better situations. I got to be a guy that understands the flow of the game and know what I'm up against. That Cleveland Browns defense was really good. I put us in bad situations, and because of that, I'm going to be better because this is a performance-based league. If I don't perform well, you know what? Those chances I heard about, they probably are warranted. Just like that. Man up. Man up. Did I not just do that? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. That's what, what I mean. Just like that. What else did I give you other than everything that you already know? Yep. Yep. And everyone would still hate his guts, by the way. Danny Kramer says <laughs> the Fire Matt Canada chants are going to be a whole lot worse. Actually, Danny, they won't be. And here's why. The next two games are really far from home. They're in Las Vegas and they're in Houston after this. Yeah. So they don't have another game at home until Baltimore week at Acrisure Stadium. But that's three weeks from now. No matter how many Steelers fans make it to Las Vegas, they're not going to be doing chance. Right. Okay. You have to have a room full of Pittsburghers to do that. They're not going to do it in Houston either. Mark my words on this. No matter what happens, yeah. that chant, and I actually talked with some people today about this up at the Penguins training camp. Okay. Penguins brass people who recognized the same intonation from those fans. It was the fire Hextall chant that started at PPG Paints Arena yeah. in March. They wanted to fire the GM. It was the same sound, same everything. And I even talked to some of the people who were in Section 136 where it started, and they acknowledged <laughs> that they were Penguins fans and they were doing the same thing. So if the Steelers do, in fact, fire Matt Canada under some pressure from the fans, know and understand that it came from, A, Penguins fans – who are fans of all three teams? Because it's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. And, and B, from people in Pittsburgh. So you're not going to hear this chant somewhere else. Mark my words on this. You will I, not hear one syllable about a chant in Las Vegas or Houston. I'll give you that. But this is also from our guy Brent that said challenge. Accepted. Oh, <laughs> no nuts, Brent. See how far a one-man chant takes you. Brent says sign him up, DK. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sickos, okay? Wow. Swan what? says Canada saying I quit would have gotten you to 10K subscribers. I mean, <laughs> oh, me, oh, my, man. We, we'd like to do that anyway. You know, hey, yeah. guys, when we come back, we're going to get to the only segment that matters, if that's all right with you. That's, that's 10,000 subscribers, but that's also Hey Mom, too, DK. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. I got to share with you that one certain star member of the Penguins asked me today, and he shall remain unnamed, and thus uh -oh. I will not do a French accent <laughs> to give him away. What are they going to do with that guy? What are no! they going to do with that guy? <laughs> oh, wow. It's spread all the way up here. To no. I, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, you got the international crew talking about it, DK. <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of how it goes. You know, when you're talking about Canada, it's international, right? Let me let me say this, though. I will say one thing, though, DK. Mm -hmm. If a guy uh, needs to be fired, I'm all for it, okay? I'm all, I'm all, we know that. Guys know that. Um, you know when that door is more closed than open, right? But I will say this, to succumb to the crowd sometime and to social media pressures, and I've never seen them operate like this. So to say that because the crowd is upset and the fan base is on tilt because of Matt Canada, I don't want to see them get fired for those reasons. We as an organization, I will hope this, 
the Steelers don't operate like the Jets or like the Browns or like those types of teams is what I'm asking. If Matt Canada deserves to be fired, I hope it's on the basis of his work and not on the basis of a crowd because when you start doing that type of stuff, that's when you start chasing the right thing. And sometimes what do you think the right fit is may set you back five, ten years. That's all I'll say on that as far as the crowd chants and stuff like that. That has always been my take. Don't do something because of the crowd. Dan comes in with a plain and simple, what's going on, folks? I like that. Yeah. I like that people come into the room like that. Just like, hey, what's going on? What's up? Like, you know, like Norm walking into Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wish I'd seen Cheers, but I believe what you say, DK. <laughs> But I date myself with a Cheers reference. You did. did. I remember seeing it on TV. My comprehension level wasn't to sit down and watch Cheers, man. Let's be honest. Matt Hyde says, I think the offensive line needs fixed. So does Moan. Yeah, I went in on them. I felt like uh, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I felt it was warranted, too. What would you do, though? What would you do? Challenge them. them. I ain't going to say what I would call them, but I would challenge them man to a man. Y'all can't get whooped and beat like this. You dudes are getting turned sideways right now. And I know everybody gets got, but we've gone through two games. And let me check the stat line, DK, as, as it pertains to this season and the rushing, right? This will be a real quick study. Don't even wait that long, DK. R- right now, this team has 96 yards over two games with no rushing touchdown, DK. That's what I'm talking about. You, you dudes are built this way and compensated for a reason because you're supposed to move bodies and create lanes. If you're not good enough, say that, then we'll go ahead and start incorporating a young fellow or two. But if you're capable of doing this job, y'all need to put your boots to the ground and get the job done, DK. And I'm sure that conversation happened in that building. I am in no way, as much as I love and support the big boys, going to ever make an excuse for them. If it was bad, y'all, they can't get mad at me or us when we call it bad. And it was bad. The run game, two games, you got 96 yards on the ground. Nine total first downs. Not running. A total. Come on. Your average, 3.1 yards a carry. How about averaging 18.6 yards per possession? That's actually my favorite one. You can fall forward for that much. Oh, my God. You know, Ben insists. Ben says, I can about guarantee there will be Fire Canada chance in Vegas. No, there won't. No, there won't. I'm going to be there. I'll have the phone up. If it happens, I'll record it for you, okay? Please. It's not going to happen. It'll happen the next time they're in Pittsburgh. That was a that was a chant that came from Penguins fans, okay? Penguins fans are in Pittsburgh with not many exceptions. Okay. Okay. okay? I, I, if it does, can you record it for me? Send it to me. It'll I'll be, be up it'll watching. Be, it'll be I'll – have, I'll have the phone up. I'll have a directional mic pointing out there to make sure we get the full throat of it. But it's not going to happen. Okay, well, if it does, then I'll I'll be live tweeting during the game, too. You guys can follow me at the Ramon Foster. I saw somebody ask that on Tuesday if you mm-hmm. want to hit that follow at the Ramon. The other one's mine, too. Elon locked me out, man. I And I also have a real quick. I don't really plug anything. I got to say this one. I have a uh, breast cancer awareness, a link on my page, too. If you guys are feeling generous and want to donate to that, too, is Real Men Wear Pink is my campaign. This is on your Twitter page. It's on my Twitter page. At and that the is at, at the Ramon Foster. Yes. If you knew his old one, forget it. It's the new one is at the Ramon Foster here. Let's get into some hey, moan here. Tyler says, hey, moan. Running backs are averaging 
negative 1.1 yards before contact. What do you see at fault, bad coaching, or bad execution? First of all, that sounds like bad math. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's 1.1. Is negative. it 1.1? Uh, what, what, it's not what, good. Okay, it's not whatever good. it is, I don't Tyler. think that's mathematically possible. A great question, either way, Tyler. Man, it means um, everybody would be getting tackled in the backfield, and they are. DK, they they are okay, but they also had a twenty-two yarder no. and a twenty-seven yarder. <laughs> it says they're averaging one point one yards before contact, meaning they're getting right to the line of scrimmage and All getting right. tapped. Okay, uh, what do you see? Bad coaching or bad execution? Uh, defense bad is usually line stuck. play. Uh, that plays a part in it too, but I would say this also: defenses usually start off way hotter than offenses do, and nowadays teams don't stick to the run. A lot of times, I feel like teams will resort to the pass way quicker than they did in years past, man. So because of that, the opportunities for the run game to actually be positive has is not taking its course. Darren Watt reminds me that I've got work to do here, and that means. Mm -hmm. That at the get-go cafe and market, quality yes. is at the core of every menu item. <laughs> Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite entry as I did today at the get-go cafe and market. Better believe it. They have one right there by where the Penguins practice. And I stopped there and got some good stuff. Yeah, it's steak hoagie. Good Joseph stuff. said you were forgetting what was going on today, DK. Wow, man, you can't forget the three chefs. Uh, here's one wow. that pertains to the offensive line in the Hey Mom segment. Y'all send those in, we'll knock them out as quick as you guys send them in. Okay, it goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dalton goes, Hey Mom and DK, what why do you think we aren't seeing our guards pull? Ooh. Athleticism seems to be there. What gives? Uh, I think decisiveness, yep. decisiveness and how you want to run your offense. Also, this is so much penetration up front that those guys can't secure the front side to pull guards around. Right now, what we're seeing is guards getting knocked off their track or guys being pushed in the backfield. It's hard to trust an offensive line to run gap scheme and counter plays when there is no security on the front side to get that, uh, that extra offensive lineman around. That's why. It's a technical thing, but that could lead to it and also just flow of the game, too. There is, and also the reason you run pull or you pull guards and stuff like that is to set up play action or protection and stuff like that. We're not seeing a lot of that. They just one, can't. They don't have a bread and butter play right now. That's what I was game. about to mention. Actually, is it one yeah. of the things that I I picked up from watching the film of of the game against Cleveland in particular is that that looks right now like an offensive line that needs to take the entire alphabet and condense it down to ABC. Yeah. Okay. Stop trying to run into each other and crossing over and everything else here. If that's just Isaac who's trying to catch up, whatever. You still you still got to find a way to make things super easy, especially Moan with the run block. Am I right? Yes, one hundred percent. They have no specialty and no flow to what their runs are right now. I don't know if it's tight inside zone, outside zone, toss, jet sweep, or whatever the case may be. But they have no bread and butter play right now, as, as much as I've seen. Yeah, on a similar note here, Mike asks, hey, Moan, how does the changing of just one offensive lineman affect the cohesion of the entire group? Not to lay everything on Isaac again. He hasn't no, been great, No, okay? But something <laughs> else is off here. He's too much of a veteran to lay it on him. They're just not good right now as a unit. We saw this exact same thing happen early in the season last year. Think about that. This is a, He is too much of a veteran 
and know how to play the game to be in this position or to put fault on him. They're just not playing well right now, and it's okay to say that. That's a harsh reality, but it's real. Barber just wants to fire Canada. Oh, he did it subtly with emojis. Okay, that's new. What's the third one there? What is that third emoji? That, that's cussing. That's cussing right there, DK. It's a bunch Ooh. of expletives on it, man. Absolutely. I, I, I got to get one, DK. It's real <laughs> solid. I just, Go ahead. I just Go ahead. they're going to keep fighting me on this one here. Zach Costanzo <laughs> says it's more than a penguin chant. Now, DK, it doesn't matter. It's where it started. It's why it started. It's how it started. Yeah. It was in section 136, and it was Penguins fans, and it was in Pittsburgh. I'm yeah. not giving an opinion here. That's where it happened. Mm-hmm. And why? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. We, we, we'll see how much it continues. There may be a trend now. Either way, DK. Three kennels, man. We got to get you away from the Uncle Sable. You've been in here numerous, numerous yeah, times. what's that all about? And I, I, I'm feeling a certain type of way. And the fact you hadn't offered me up a puppy. <laughs> One or two needs to change. You get away from the Uncle Sable or offer me up a puppy. One has to happen, DK. Mm-hmm. But he got a, hey, mom, PFS. PFF is in Cincy. Do I think that that has to do with how the Steelers get rated? I saw one of them tweet something the other night, and I've actually had them on my morning show here in Nashville numerous times. I have the phone numbers, too. They were very pro Cleveland and Cincinnati and one or two of their tweets. And I was just like, I don't want to say that allegedly. And maybe he was just being analysis. You know, he was analyzing some stuff. But I was just side-eyed and like, that's actually a little too pro for what I saw on tape. And one of the biggest conversations – this past weekend was Miles Garrett had a phenomenal game and friggin' crushed it and killed it, but he logged one one tackle and one QB hit. Meanwhile, TJ didn't grade out good at all. DK had a sack, a return for a touchdown, and he was on paper by them. He had a worse game than Miles Garrett did. Yeah. I, so, uh, Three Kings, I ain't, I ain't got a clue. And I'll also say this too, man. Uh, I saw another one coming in. Whoa, by the way, shout out to Crystal for acknowledging what Ryan uh, Lytle has going on. Yeah, he's got a gift. I guess we're going to get that up. Yeah, it's on, been a few coming in here. today. Oh, um, they are? Okay, yeah, it's well, a few we'll, we'll get all today. of them up then. That's great. Uh, but we'll, we'll nip PFF in the bud right here too, DK. If you ready for okay. another one, I got it. Yep. And this comes with the contribution from Joshua D.C., uh okay and uh man really appreciate you guys for those types of things man but it goes moan you said the o-line's group strength is past protection pff has not been kind to this group and analysis from warren sharp has kenny ranked the first in qb pressures what do you see the difference from that uh assessment i told you it was their strength don't mean it was that great okay i trust them dudes to drop back more and get production out of the passing game even if there is pressure than what they have going on right now in the running game, too. And also, Josh, with this, too, is this is always a conversation with you talking to an offensive lineman. Does pressure mean sack or negative play? Not really. Pressure is a part of protecting the quarterback. If you look, not the entire pocket isn't all the way clean, but the quarterback somehow delivers the ball. There is a discrepancy, which is why if you ever talk to an offensive lineman, they'll always tell you nobody knows how to judge us other than us. You it, it and I know that it's probably not the answer you're looking for, but it sucks, and that's the truth too. We have new members coming in. Eric Ortiz comes in. Uh, Jeff Wagner comes in. We have lots of gifts going out uh, today. Ryan Lytle is one of those. We'll be getting those here on the screen uh, momentarily. If you want to join us, you can do that by going to dkps.net 
slash join. Again, that's dkps.net slash join. Rodney Brooks insists that's a chant that all of Steelers Nation is echoing. Stop it. Rodney, the chant happened in the stadium. You can't, you can't, you can't partake in a chant if you're not in the stadium. Give credit where it's due. Everyone, everyone wanted to see after week one, Pittsburghers show up. Everyone wanted to see Pittsburgh people fill the stadium. They wanted to see the out-of-town season ticket holders come in. Well, you got it, and that was the result. That just can't be mimicked any old place in the country. It can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, again, social media is loud too, though, DK. I'll I'll play that game with them. But they didn't hear it. That's true. No one's going to ask Mike Tomlin a question in his press conference. Did you hear everyone on social media calling for Matt Canada's (laughs) fire? No, but when it happens in the yellow seats, it has an impact. It really does. He did acknowledge it. He had to. He did acknowledge it. He had to. Kenny Pickett had to acknowledge it. Matt Canada had to acknowledge it. Why? Because it happened in the stadium right there where they could physically hear it yeah. it's just different it is different i give you that dk um thomas says hey dk uh, i know you weren't a fan of minka's tackle on nick chubb do you think that play will affect minka moving forward with how he approaches tackling folks i imagine he feels awful about it well minka talked today and minka said um he didn't apologize because it's football okay he said that he feels awful about the result and that he's, you know, he he had a few words to say to Chubb while he was still down. And then he plans on reaching out to him. But it's the game. And he said, you, he said, you don't understand. You have not played football if you think that trying to tackle Nick Chubb up high is an intelligent thing to do. Meaning not intelligent from whether who gets hurt or whatever. Meaning just in terms of tackling him, which is the objective there. He said he was not aware of Cole Holcomb. Uh, being on top uh, of Chubb there. He just, he said, everything happens. And this was his exact word in milliseconds. It did. Moan, how fast does the game happen? Because we, we would ask you questions too about really specific plays and you'd, you'd be like, but it happened so fast. It does. I, I, I Don't let the TV copy misconstrue how fast the game is on that field, okay? And here's the other thing. On that same drive, Nick Chubb was dragging guys along. He was going to do it on that play into the end zone. He was carrying Cole Holcomb into that end zone. Uh, now, now, here's the other portion of this. I've seen Ryan Clark have conversations because Ryan Clark was a, a – he went across the – it was a no-fly zone. Let's just say that. And I've heard Ryan Clark, and I think he said it publicly, say this. I've had guys, specifically tight end, come up to me and ask me, dog, hit me anywhere but down low because I know you're coming. And I know I can run you over, but don't hit me down low. Like in that era of football, because the expectation is if you're big, I'm chopping you down. And then it happens so quick. And for defensive guys that have piles like that, that pile goes like this super fast. They have to run to the ball. They got to get the man down. It was two runs on that drive before Nick got hurt. He drug dudes at least three yards. I was actually beef tweeting with somebody that said, Mm -hmm. I don't mind Nick Chubb doing this, but he's dragging you guys. Three or two. Two or three plays later, he was injured. I was like, oh, my God. And I I get – I can empathize with the defensive players who say, listen, you took the head out. We can't go up high. can't go up high. Because here's the other portion. Do you want us to to arm arm tackle at the weight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a flag, 15 yards. But if you say, listen, all you can do is go at the waist with arm tackles now or shoulder to the chest – 
guess what? Everyone's going to score a touchdown on every bleeping play. Now, that said, and the reference was made there by Thomas to my not liking the tackle, I would like to see the NFL find a way to either discourage or dissuade guys from even thinking about going low, which Minka acknowledged that he did. Go ahead, Moan. Give it to me. You can't. You can't. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. You can't, DK. If you tell them not to go low, then that means you're setting the defense up to be at a very bad disadvantage. And me personally, as an offensive player, I don't like that myself. If you're telling me I can't hit them high, if I try to launch and hit them in the shoulder and I tap the head, that's a fine and a penalty. If I hit them in the middle and they're stronger than me, i.e. Nick Chubb, then he's going to drag me. That's embarrassing. There is a sense of pride to the job that you have. And then you say, if I can't catch him from behind because that's a horse collar, I can't do that either. You really are slanting the game against the defense. And I honestly can't believe I'm saying this as a player, as an offensive player myself. I don't like that. I, I just don't. And if if it's not that demon you got to deal with, then it's going to be one where you start gator rolling guys and twisting ankles and ACLs will get popped that way anyway. To unlock the emojis, as we call them, you have to become a member. And to do that, go to dkps.net slash join. To unlock the merch, which we should just call merch or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your song. Go to dkps.net slash Ramon shop. Uh, ben comes in with a $10 contribution. That's appreciated. He says, they say that a poor plan, brilliantly executed, outperforms a great plan, poorly executed our offense appears to have a poor plan <laughs> poorly executed that's the part that i think a lot of people are having a hard time coming to grips with yeah i think we live now in a in a especially politically the climate and culture of everything has to be super specific and there can only be one thing that gets blamed okay and that's not what this is there's a yeah. lot of stuff going wrong it if is. the you know you we can break down the offensive line, you can't pin that on Canada. We can break down Kenny's play, can't pin that on Canada. That's true. We can break down Canada, and you can't necessarily pin that on the execution. Yep. So there's just a there's a lot that's going wrong right now. And I'll tell you what, if he were to get fired, and like this guy here were to get promoted, that's Glenn Thomas. Yes. If I was him, I'd be like starting my car and driving in the other direction because that would be a hell of a challenge right now. It would be to do that in week three. But I'll even say this too. I'll ask the crowd too. I mean, I'm looking at the live comments just like you did. DK, what is this offense's identity? No, none. Kenny was asked that yesterday. He just said, I don't know. He's, we don't have that yet. We got to work on it. That's what we are. Like, what, what is the identity? I don't know what they want to be. Me either. It's, it's not a matter of what have they established. It's what do you even you. want? What's the goal? I got you. It's a kid that comes from a really nice household that get 50 presents on Christmas. What do you actually appreciate? Like they have no idea what direction and what system, what toy, what bike they want to ride. That's essentially what it is because I don't know if you want to say this. The hard decisions can't be made on how you're either going to challenge guys or put the ball in certain guys' hands. Either way, we, as fans, are sitting here twirling out there. I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on. That's essentially what it is, DK. Mm -hmm. Nick says, hey, Moan, Kenny Pickett added muscle in the summer. He seems to have a lot more zip to his throws than year one. But do you think that this is also why he has extra velocity, meaning having the extra velocity on the throws has affected his accuracy? 
Uh, I I start this one because I like the idea of him working hard and looking good and how we all rejoice it until we see him be him during the season. Him gaining that muscle, I don't think changed much at all. Kenny's just quick on the throw. Kenny's just quick in his decision-making. I looked at it again, and I said it hadn't slowed down for him yet. He's thinking something is either hitting him or he got to get the ball out of his hands super fast. Again, that uh, that interception he had in the first quarter, if he slows down and let his brain compute just a half a millisecond later, that's a that is a completion to Calvin Austin. How about the near interceptions? Two of them that were they were actually uglier than the pick. It's 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 here right now. I'm pointing in between it's, my ears. Yeah, my, that's got my, nothing my to ears. do with his arm strength. The other thing is, after he added all that arm strength, he was throwing darts all yeah. summer long. All summer long. I know they don't count like games do, but they happened. Yeah. Yep. You know, Richard asks, is is the issue that Matt Canada isn't listening to inputs or that Canada is unable to clearly explain his concepts and teach them? Uh, I honestly think he's got to be open ears for almost anything. I, I do just think his is his concepts and his plan just isn't coming together the way he wants it to happen. Uh, I don't know how proven he was coming from Pitt, but it almost looks like it's this is he a had bit one too good much. season. Too much yeah. too soon. One good season. Swan says, I don't understand how Canada can be proud. And he puts it in quotes because Canada used that word himself today. Yeah. Uh, about being proud of, of the offense and proud of the players on it and whatever. And again, to some extent, he's got to he's got to hunker down. He's he got to do some us against the world kind of thing or whatever it is that takes. Uh, whatever it takes to keep everybody focused on the task at hand, which is just scoring points against the Raiders. Um, Anybody who is never around a a football culture can't appreciate, I feel like, Moan, the extent, the extreme to which you guys just lock in on one thing. It's just that game. There's no last week, last year, next following week, nothing. Just that game. Yep, no doubt about it, man. And here's the thing, too, and I feel like a lot of pro players and people in public say, never let them see you sweat. No matter how bad it is, he can't show it. I know we want him to go in a corner and cry, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Jake asks, and I I think this is fair, were our expectations too high for Isaac Salomalo at left guard? Too high? Let's go right here. I think we thought it was going to be a big upgrade from Dotson and Kendrick Green. And I thought we thought, I think we all thought it was going to get instantly better. I'm not out on Isaac unless Isaac just showed me he's robbing the Steelers with no face mask on, okay? With no (laughs) ski mask. If he's pulling that off, hats off to him. There's not many players can do that. He's too much of a veteran and has played too many downs to not get it together. Yeah, I I would probably, I would come closer to likening this to the early arrival of James Daniels. Remember we were kind of down on him and he was getting pushed to the backfield or whatever. Man, that guy's been solid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone's still talking about PFF. Listen, PFF graded Miles Garrett ahead of both TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith in that game. What what are we even referencing these people? Who, for? who had the better game? Between TJ and Alex? No, no, I'm talking about between them two and him. You ain't even got to combine it. No, he had one tackle 
and one quarterback hit. And everyone's saying, well, he really beat Dan Moore to this and that and whatever else. What did he get done? If, you're, if your metrics, if your metrics are that far out of line with reality, no matter how honest your effort is, no matter how much research and time and film watching you do, your metrics themselves, the formulas are flawed. You're overvaluing a non-result. Thank you. And that's what he got all night were non-results. You, you one know, tackle, one hit. You know why I hate that metric as far as pressure and what they're saying with Miles Garrett versus the, uh, Alex and TJ mm -hmm. is they criticized the hell out of Bud Dupree for getting a lot of pressure. They said he was overpaid. They said it was a bad mistake. And he that's wasn't all Bud was doing. And that's, that's all Bud was doing. But they praise Miles. Mm -hmm. Because they think they've, they've stumbled upon something that makes them sound clever. And they we're still talking about I know. Them. All right. Let, let me go. Okay. You got it. Okay. Aaron has just, he says, it's just something kind here. Just, uh, I want, I love the content that DKPS creates. Keep it up, fellas. See, I'm the cool uncle. I showed up with a contribution. <laughs> Appreciate that, Aaron. He, what did you came, have there, Moan? He came with a bottle, man. We we'll appreciate that, Aaron. Uh, this is a new one. I don't think either one of us put fruit up, man. Fruit goes. And I think this is unique because Spillane's mm -hmm. in Vegas. He's got, hey, Moan, we're playing against Robert Spillane on Sunday. What's been your best experience of playing against a friend slash former teammate? How ruthlessly will the Steelers look to exploit their flaws? If he's out there, if they're not passing the ball around or catching him in passing situations, it's flawed. You hear me? And usually in those situations, more fun than it is angry. Nick Eason was on a different team at a point in time. I remember him specifically, and it was always fun because he did the same stuff to me that he did in practice, try to grab my wrists and control my hands and stuff like that. You know each other a good bit, but it bears nothing on the game as far as them knowing or exploiting something, man. No, it's usually fun. Yeah, we're going to keep going like this, but our, our today's last question is going to come from, from DeMond, who says, hey, Moan, if we fire Matt Canada today, what's next? Who takes his place, and how does that affect Kenny Pickett's growth? <sighs> Okay, we can breathe a little bit with this one for a second, right, DK? Go ahead. I, I do think there will be some uh, guys who will become available. I I only speak on it because I'm close to it, and I see it. Charles London is a quarterback coach here with the uh, – he's an analyst, I think, now on their staff. And I know he's looking to get into coaching again or maybe an offensive coordinator role or something. It's a lot of names that could come up. In season, I can't see it happening unless he resigns. Explain why, though. I don't think a lot of people understand that the coordinator doesn't just sit in a room and draw up the place. It's the coordinator's responsibility, and singularly so, to instill the plays into the offense. In other words, that's not being done by Pat Meyer in the offensive line room. Okay, <laughs> The coordinator has to do that. So if you bring in a brand new one, never mind the impossibility yeah. of, of, a, of a brand new playbook. Okay, to me, the only thing I could ever see happening is the scenario that you described this week, Moan, and that's that you would promote somebody from within who knows the playbook, the yes. existing playbook, and maybe will just utilize it more intelligently. And understanding the flow of the game. Again, I think the answers to what Matt Canada wants to do is in that playbook. Okay, it's like Coach Klein on Waterboy, right? Like he knew what to do. It's a matter of actually calling it being just confident in those calls 
and having a plan after that next play. I think him putting the ball in Kenny's hand on third and one, I don't think he thought it through. I think he overthought it. I think he thought, oh, well, Kenny would do this. They hadn't expected this. We hadn't shown it on tape. If you're going to let go of a guy during the season, you're in a position to where it's it, it rocks the boat a little bit too much. You got to put somebody in the room with him and tell him, hey, he's going to work good with you. You need to be able to work with him. You guys together are better than you by yourself. And what has to happen is his ego has to move to the side a little bit. And if you're looking at how you move forward, if you just so happen to fire him, there should be people clamoring over wanting to have this job in Pittsburgh. Again, I mentioned one guy. There will be others that are analysts at other places, right? Yes. I just can't see it happening. Mid-season, it would have to be either Glenn Thomas or Mike Sullivan. I'll I'll chug a a, a 40-ounce bottle of water if that happens during the season. On air, no stops if that happens. I know that's simple. No, I, I don't believe it will either. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for today. Yeah. Don't stay tuned. No, there's nothing. For, nothing. Nothing. DK. Nope. I, all I, right. Absolutely. See you. I kind of like this from Brett Harmon. He says, how did DK and Moan ever become a show? Hey, Moan, why DK? What happened? <laughs> Let me tell you this, okay? Tell I'm going to put story. my glasses back off. I'm going to put my glasses back because I can't see you guys clearly. I'm nearsighted, okay? DK did this, man. He won. He's good at his job. I need y'all to know that first and foremost. And DK don't know where I'm going with all this. He probably hates me talking about all this, too. DK's good at his job because this is the thing. He always gives the player the platform to express himself. Always ask the right questions. And he's not dumb. When I say that, he don't come in asking, hey, what were you guys thinking on that play? <laughs> if anything. <laughs> That's stupid as hell. Why would you ask me that? Uh, what do you mean what was thinking? When, okay? Touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. Damn it. He comes in and he specifically asks stuff. He understands the worksmanship of what goes on at almost each position. When it's bad, He'll bring the bad up and let you express yourself in those moments. That's why DK was good at it. And, of course, he's always been inviting. Anything that's ever been disclosed to DK has never actually moved further than DK in those moments like that. Again, everybody in the locker room has their sources with stuff, for the most part, if you're serious about your job. Um, And knowing that you can trust a guy that, one, will it – put you on the platform as far as your words, not make you seem stupid, but it's going to also tell the truth. DK said some stuff about me just in truth. You're like, okay, that's fair. And I know that a person doing their job, you can never be mad at a person doing their job correctly. Uh, how do we got here to this show? Was, we talked. A lot. We talked. He talked to me <laughs> probably about year nine and beyond. Well, actually, that's- what happened, when I started my own company, okay, when I started, when I left newspapers, before. yeah. You were so fascinated by this. You would not let me leave that day. Yep. Okay, this was over on the south side. You're like, wait a second. You did what? Because podcasting to leave a job was weird. Just finding your own company. Oh, your own company. Yeah. Yeah. Just back. And it was like, wait a second. You left. You were were at the newspaper and you just left to do your own thing. And it was like, so it was at that point that I realized that you had some interest in this side of the fence. And then we just kept talking about it. And then every once in a while, we would just, mm-hmm. we would just broach it. One of these days, Moan, when you're not playing anymore, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. 
And then sure, I waited, what was it, like three months or so after your retirement? Because I didn't want to jump in. Pandemic time and everything. Yep. Yep. And you're not thinking necessarily super clearly. Your emotions are still all over the place. And I just wanted to wait a little bit and ask you if you wanted to, you know, right. to hop I think on it was board. right it at was first. Right. Oh, I I offered you either one. Yes. And yes. you and you surprised me by saying that you wanted to write. And I you, and you did for a while, and the stuff was really, really well received. And then we started doing this together. And then we started doing this, man. And then um you poked and prodded. We were sporadic with the shows, maybe one or two a week. And it, you were just like, listen, I'm telling you, there's a lot for us to do this show. He was like, uh, and me personally, I'm always just like, whatever. And uh, he was like, people will listen to you. People like you more. Me, and you got to understand why I was telling DK, no. I had no Pro Bowls, no All Pros, no after season accolades. So I'm an undrafted guy that just so happened to Should have had a Pro Bowl. Should have had a Pro Bowl. I'm just, somebody's got to say it. It is what it is. One, the one year you got robbed. And, and DK was just, you poked and prodded. And I was just like, all right, this is fun. This keeps me close to the game, keeps me close to Pittsburgh. But the other thing that you guys need to hear that are still watching this is that when, when what, uh, we were in Nashville just. Oh. Was was this last winter? Yeah, this was last winter. Yeah, yeah. I was down there to cover Penguins, uh, Penguins versus Predators, and you came to the hotel lobby, Mm -hmm. and we did this just once, the live show. Yeah, and we get to the break, you know, like the get go break. Yeah, and Bones like, this is great. This is really cool. And I'm thinking, I can't tell if he's serious or not. So the show ends, and you're like, this is what we need to do. This, this is great. Look at all these people. This is great. And I'm like, all right, but here's what we're going to do. Me and you both got to finally, like, yeah, stick to it all the way in, commit because it's the only way it's going to work. It'll fall on its face if we're not there. Yep. And here we are. Yeah, here, here we are. But DK body punched me like hell <laughs> to get me to understand what was going on. And I enjoy this. Y'all know I'm on the radio here in Nashville too. Uh, I got to go to Cleveland this weekend. I might yeah. take a, I might take this bottle with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, DK, that's it. All right, guys. We really appreciate you watching. Uh, don't forget that you can get your merch at Ramon Shop. Go to DKPS.net slash Ramon Shop and become a member at DKPS.net slash join. We'll see everybody tomorrow, all right? See you, good people.